Welcome to another episode of Oversaturated, the podcast where we discuss music, movies, and pop culture. I am Johnny. Ralph. Welcome to episode 35. 35. Um, <clears throat> 35, like Kevin Durant, but he got a bad haircut, so fuck him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 35, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, man, we <clears throat> we definitely got some shit for y'all this week. It, it, we got a lot to cover. We got a yeah. whole lot to cover. Um, okay. Man. You know what? We got a new theme song. <laughs> or, no, that thing was on intro. We got a new intro. <laughs> intro, this is good to the shit. Yeah, drop, <laughs> drop now. That's that's gonna be funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, shout out to Dan from Black Law and Legal Lies, the podcast. Um, he created that intro for us just off love. Um, we appreciate you, bro. Like, yes, we really yes. appreciate you because that intro was hard. Yes, yes, he is very talented. Like, he was just fooling around with some stuff on social media, and I was just like, hey. Can we get on that? Like, what's good? Like, how we doing this? And, you know, he laced to something, and we're very, very appreciative of that. Salute to you, bro. We appreciate it. All the love. Facts. New listeners, new listeners, please follow us on all social media. Um, First, check out our website, oversatthepod.com. Um, bios on me and Ralph, all previous episodes, merch for sale. Uh, check out the website. Facebook, you can uh, just search Oversaturated the Podcast. Twitter, Oversat Podcast. Instagram is Oversat the Podcast. And our email is oversatpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can always email us if you have a topic you want to hear us discuss or just, you know, just let us know how you feel about the show. We will, you know, we take all, we take all emails. Oh, yeah. And uh, shout out to our five star ratings and reviews. We don't have any for this week, but we do appreciate anybody that leaves those on Apple Podcasts. Five-star rating reviews, anything less than five stars, we consider you being a hater. So five-star rating reviews on Apple Podcasts because it does help the brand grow. Yes. And um, we don't normally do this, but I think we're going to start doing this. We're going to plug our personal social medias uh, just so people can follow us. Um, on Twitter, I am J-O-N two underscores and the letter B. And I normally don't plug my Instagram, but I'm going to plug it today. Um, oh. It's J-B-S oh. underscore e- oh. E-S-L underscore oh. A-A-M-U. Oh, man. That's, hey, why, man, that's why I don't plug it because it's long. <laughs> <laughs> you, can't, you can't market uh, John B.? Uh, Two underscores be on uh, Instagram. I tried this. I think somebody already got it. Yeah, man. Well, we we about to blow up, man. Fuck that. You go snatch that. I know. Once I get that blue, once I get that blue check, it's, it's over. I'm, I'm gonna need that. I'm gonna need that. Right. But, uh, <laughs> I'm the mind to rap on Instagram and Twitter, and let's just get into it, man. Like, it's been a while since me and Johnny have actually sat down and recorded. We've actually had the Brace Radio live show since then. Yes. It went down July 21st at Herb Arts in St. Louis, Missouri. Wow, it was such a great time. You had to be there, man. Like to that's, that's all I said. To feel the energy that was in the room, we had people locally, we had people from out of town. It was it was just a great night, man. Um, right. Shout out to everybody that attended. Um, there is video of the live show on YouTube, and exactly. you can also hear audio from the live show on all of your streaming platform so it's on spotify it's on uh stitcher spreaker you know all those um it's also on those platforms so yeah man what, what, what was your highlight what was your highlight oh man um i think just the the crowd participation at any point because we're getting these people out to listen to us or talk, talk you know yes. live podcasts right and we had participation people were really into it people asked people asked questions yes. like we had such a great time. Like, I would like to think one of the, like, I think, uh, like, I think Skrilla performing was dope. Yeah. Like, that was a dope moment. Like, I think our podcast was, you know, solid throughout the whole thing, but mm-hmm. just the build up to it was good for me. What Thanks. about you, bro? You know, <clears throat> 
and it's not just me being biased, but my like the topic that I introduced about um, music we shouldn't have been listening to as kids, like yeah. that was really fun for me, especially to have <laughs> the audience sing along to the songs that I was playing. Like that, that was pretty dope. Like that was yeah, because really because it could have went left. Like it, oh, it could have been like nigga, what are we, like, <laughs> right? Could have trash, boo. Like what if we got boo? Like hey, you you trash, bro. Like, like but that man, never happened. It didn't happen. Um, so so yeah. now I get I get what you mean though. It's just like the stuff that you're introducing. It it worked. And the crowd felt, you know, they loved it. Right. They they felt what I was saying, basically. They understood what I was saying. So, yeah, yeah that was great. So, yeah, but- yeah man, shout out to everybody that <clears throat> helped us for the day. Uh, shout out to Cleo Jones, a.k.a. Vicky. Uh, yep. Shout out to Extra Regular for helping yeah. us set up. Um, shout out yeah. to our vendors, uh, Doohickey, uh, my yep. man Jewelry, a.k.a. Drip. Yep. Yeah, shout, out to, shout out to MK, the uh, owner of Herb Arts, yeah, for allowing us there, you know, and he... He enjoyed it so much, like he's actually looking forward to us coming back. You know, humble, humble saying you that's know, me saying know. it. But <laughs> salute to uh, CEO Hayes of the the, uh, the third of Breaks Media, and you know the co the host of the Awakened Soul. Yeah, uh, we had a good time. That's yes. all I got. Yes. All right, I have to talk about this, right? So this past weekend, <clears throat> I went to what's called Blurred Con mm-hmm. out in Arlington, Virginia, and. For those who don't know, blurred basically means black nerd, and it's a it's a convention where people come people come together basically to celebrate everything nerdy, comic books, fantasy, anime, all this good stuff. Um, they come to to go to different panels. They come to cosplay, which is costume play, which is basically dressing up as their favorite characters of you know mm-hmm. whatever it is they like. And this weekend was was amazing the one thing that i love the most about BlurryCon is that it was basically all inclusive it wasn't mm-hmm. just black people it was white people hispanic people asian people um lgbtq um disabled people it it doesn't matter you know whatever it is you identify as it was for everybody. There was so yeah. much positivity for the you know during the weekend like everybody just enjoying themselves enjoying what it is that they like so mm-hmm. much cosplay man um and check out my instagram for all the pictures that i that i put out like so much cosplay i'm diff so i'm not ever missing it i'm not ever missing this again i'm going every year from now on. now now where was it again arlington virginia it's actually okay. like 10 minutes from dc i okay. flew, yeah flew okay. into the dc airport and it's like right right across the street so oh oh that's what's up yeah. okay okay now that's dope and it's it's good to see that um you know i guess that we can come together and do that too even though we are are big just as big fans of comic book culture as anybody else yes that's all that's how i'll say that so that's dope you had a good time bro it was friday and saturday so it was friday saturday sunday oh yeah so and and that's and that's this was only the this was the second year for it and okay. this is like one of the smaller conventions that are like throughout the United States. Now there are more, like much, much, much bigger conventions. Like you got the mm-hmm. San Diego, New York Comic Con. There's yep. a there's one called Dragon Con. Everybody kept talking about this in Atlanta. Um, so I, I think I'm gonna go to that one next year too. Yeah, man, it, man, man it's dope. I I would invite people, but it's like if you they don't have the same energy that you would. Yes, if you're gonna go to like talk down on people or talk about people that are That's just having fun don't go bro. don't go bro yeah it's not for you because I, I, I like me i i probably enjoy myself but i'll be a little bit out of my element because i don't you know me i don't now if this was like the the comic con like where it's like the mainstream version like the movies yeah the movie niggas there i'm good <laughs> like i'm good but you know when you start doing the smaller stuff i'm like man I don't know, bro. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. But no, I, I, but I can make the best out of a situation where I'm not feeling like the most comfortable, or if I don't know everything, I'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. No, no, that, but that. I mean, I would definitely go, especially if you invite me. I mean, I'm like, hey, let's yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I, I encourage people to try at least one, um, <laughs> just because of like the the all inclusiveness. That it has, it's just, it's just really a good time, man. And they had like a, they had like nightly parties. They had a party from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Everybody was like, people was getting down. Like it was, like it was great, man. They had a comedy show. Oh, the comedy show was off the chain. Work. Yeah, like <laughs> there was a there, there was a disabled guy. 
there was a transgender woman. There was a black guy. Like it, and everybody ki- like everybody killed. It, it was just great, man. I can't I can't say enough good things about it, man. It was just great. So I just had I just had to get that off. Check okay. check my Instagram for all the pictures that I took. All right, man. Off the off off the dome. Oh, you want to go first? You want me to take it? Uh, I got it. Um, Faith Evans has recently been in the news um, for her marriage to uh, producer Stevie J. Interesting dynamic, right? Hella random. Seeing, very random, but the six degrees of separation, seeing that she is uh, Biggie's widow and Stevie J was a part of the Hitman, which produced a lot of Biggie songs. And he was a part of that bad boy, you know, conglomerate back in the day. And coming around full circle 20 years later, he marries Biggie's widow. (laughs) I'm not sure how close Biggie and Stevie J were. I I, I definitely don't know. This this is is not Diddy we're talking about, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, C's or somebody like that. So, like, is, is it foul play to, like, date your homeboy's ex even if he dies? Ooh, that's that's a good question. Um, mm, my gut is telling me yes, it's it's hella foul. Okay, but it's I got Okay, go go ahead. I want I want you to finish this answer, but it kind of ties to something else. But it's like, like how? I guess it determines on how close y'all really were. If that makes sense. Okay, I'll give you another example of that. Kind of like a love triangle. You know, Jay Z and Aaliyah allegedly had something right i definitely did not know that allegedly mm-hmm. just google jay-z and Aaliyah. Okay. it's a lot of pictures of them real buddy buddy real close close real couple like yeah just, just putting that out there right okay you know dame dash started dating Aaliyah. now that i did know okay and they were engaged to marry around the time that she died mm-hmm. so Public perception is that Jay Z and Aaliyah dated, but you wind up dating somebody in his circle. Is you know, but what if that is like your Aaliyah, like your 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 bride? Like Dane Dad still talks about Aaliyah to this day. That man has been married and has children by the woman that he's married, but he still talks about the loss of Aaliyah. So you know that was like love there. Like Dane Dash took Aaliyah's passing real hard, so. Imagine a world where your future wife dated one of your homeboys or business associates. Do you look past that and date her, or do you just let it go? Oh man! <laughs> Damn, that was kind of deep. It was. It was. <laughs> <laughs> um, if this just if this if it's only just a business partner thing, then yeah. I don't really think they uh, they don't mean shit. Now okay. this is your man's. Your man's. <laughs> mm, I'm. I'm. A, unless they had like a genuine conversation about it beforehand, because I've had that happen to me before. Like gotcha. when you talk about it, I ain't really give a shit. You know, it. It was what it was. Yeah. Now if he just up and did it, and they didn't talk about it, then yeah, that's a little. That's a little foul, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's a little foul. <laughs> it's just like you know, do you keep your your happiness at bay? Because of a, pre- a previous relationship, because that's pretty much what we're getting at. Yeah, basically. Because who knows, Stevie J and Faith Evans could be perfect for each other, despite the public perception is. Right. That could be the happiest they are on- going to be in their not golden years, but they're you know they're you know forty plus. Yeah. So <laughs> time is ticking. Why not enjoy those time that that time with somebody special? I mean, yeah, basically, and it's not like. Stevie J has the option of discussing this with Biggie because you know Biggie has passed away. So I get d- does death void that? I... Eh, well, I mean, this is twenty years later, not two. Also true. <laughs> That's a whole generation. Like people look at Stevie J as being this caricature from hip hop and loving hip hop, right. not a successful hip hop producer. Right. Man, I don't. <laughs> Damn, that's tough. That's tough. I don't. 
I'm gonna just I'm gonna just go. My my gut says yes. That's foul. That's foul. <laughs> that's my gut. <laughs> Don't let me hey, have time to think about it. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> yeah, man. But hey, out from the listeners, we want to know where do y'all go with that? Like, how would y'all slice that up? Like, yeah, let let you, us know. Do y'all think yeah, it's foul? Do you think it's foul? Like for the Stevie J, you know, uh, Pay Devin's thing, or even with I still think I still think Jay and Aaliyah had a thing. They just didn't make it public. Mm-hmm. That's just me personally. Google them pictures when you get time. Yeah. Like you know, you know, couple stances when they get you know when they together. Right. Damn. Interesting, man. <clears throat> All right. So for my off the dome, I'm going back to the whole cosplay conversation. Gotcha. If you were to go to a convention and you and you had to cosplay, what would you cosplay as? And again, Ooh. cosplay means costume play. It's the whole costume. Like, yo, I'm not gonna hold you. Like, I'm trying to think. Like, the first person that comes to my mind, like that is the one I would really dress up as and like give it by a hundred and ten percent, even though I'm not the body type. Blade. Like, I want the whole shebang, yo. Like, I want. Like I already kind of got the haircut, so let me just get the shades. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I want the full vest, yo. Like I want the, the the leather. I want all that. That's dope. But it's it's summertime out on DC. I don't think I should be wearing that. Mm, but <laughs> only only if you stand inside the hotel. Don't go <laughs> outside in this shit. I I can't. But that's <laughs> the only person that comes to mind because he's black. It's like I want to dress up with somebody black. Right. I've been dressing up like white people my whole childhood. I want to be somebody black. Right. We, we got options, man. We got options. Big facts. <laughs> this is actually something I like. I go back and forth on all the time. So, first it was Static Shock, then it was Nick Fury, then it was Black Lightning. But my all-time favorite superhero is Green Lantern. So, of course, it has to be John Stewart, the Black That's Green what Lantern. I was- that's what I was about to say. It had to be Green Lantern. I was waiting on that. I was like, if you went anywhere other than that, that would have been a question we, me and you would have to have. I'm like, you're changing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I do plan to do the next, like the next convention I go to, I plan to do it a little different. I'm going to be a hip hop Green Lantern. Now, I'm going to have like the, I'm going to have the shirt on that has the Green Lantern symbol, uh-huh. but I plan to get like a black and green Adidas tracksuit. And put that shit on, and I'm thinking maybe wear like some type of gold chain or something. Because, like, like what you, you know, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta get creative with my shit. So, and may, maybe a hat and a mask, and then call it a day. <laughs> a hat, a mask, a chain, the track. Hey, man. <laughs> it's lit out here. You don't look like, I know, man. You're gonna look like a luchador or something, bro. Like, right? <laughs> I'm talking about a fitting. Okay. I, oh, <laughs> oh I, like, it's still Luchador. Like, yeah, man. That, 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 like, oh no, bro. But it, <laughs> what would y'all if y'all had the chance to do cosplay? <laughs> yeah, what would you dress up as? Hold on, let me get. I don't know. I, I yes. gave you my answer. I want to hear. I want to hear what people would say. Like, legit. Like, what would people say? Right, man. Be as creative as you want because this is interesting. Like, cause I saw, I saw some, oh, so you know, the stormtroopers from Star Wars, like the white, yeah. yeah, so there's, there's this guy that does cosplay, but he, he's a hip hop trooper and yeah. it's the, it's the stormtrooper uniform, but his was red and it had the Adidas stripes going down the arms and he had a special made boom box that he carried with him. It was a Bluetooth boom box. Like the shit is dope. I'm a, I'm a, uh, I'm gonna send you the picture. I'm a okay. He went all out. Okay. Yeah, I'll tweet okay. out the picture too. But like, he's been doing it for so long. Like, he's been hit up by so many different people. He's been in music videos. He was even on stage with Run DMC at one point because Run DMC was his inspiration for doing the um, hip hop trooper. So I thought that was dope. Okay, I, I see what you did there. Like, and I like to say that. Well, you know, let's segue to our next topic. Like, we were looking at the. Uh, the new movie trailers that kind of uh, came out in the past what week or so, yeah, something like that. Uh, both DC movies, right? Yes. Yeah, both of DC properties. Uh, we have Shazam and Aquaman. Um, talk Johnny, about, you want to go first? Yeah, let's talk go? about Shazam first. Okay. So, so, Shazam is a story about this kid. His name is Billy Batson, I believe, mm-hmm. who gets these powers from. I want to say like an ancient god. Oh, CJ gonna kill me like an ancient god, and <laughs> he becomes the the superhero Shazam. Every time he says Shazam, he gets these powers bestowed upon him. 
Yeah. Now, the tone of this from the trailer, the tone of this movie to me seems like it's going to be very fun. It's a nine, ten year old kid who gets these powers and literally doesn't know what to do with them. Like the premise of that to me is pretty dope. And I'm just waiting. I'm I'm kind of intrigued to see how this movie plays out. Well, you know what? That's why I need people like you and uh, definitely uh, CEO to kind of explain shit to me because that shit looks mad corny. <laughs> like mad, like mad corny. My superheroes don't do that. That shit looks lame. Like I don't know why it looks lame. It just look like it just looks cool. Like Think about he looks it. like a a a. Like, you know how we just talked about cosplay? Yeah. That's what that nigga look like. Exactly. Like, exactly. 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 But, but think about this, though. Remember mm-hmm. how you felt. Remember, think about how you feel right now. This is mm-hmm. the same way you felt when you first heard about Ant-Man. Big facts. And now you you enjoy facts. the hell out of the movies. <laughs> Big facts, too. Because I have nothing. But it's like, I was looking at the child. I was like, okay. Like, this is it? This is what they're making a big fuss over? Like, yeah man. Okay. Yeah, but man. it does look like a fun movie. Now I will say that. It does look like you know, all jokes aside, it does look like a fun movie, something that, you know, like more so a family could enjoy. Right. Kinda like how we looked at Ant Man and Wasp. Exactly. Something a family could enjoy. And that's probably the direction they're trying to go because all of the previous DC movies, D C E U movies have been or ha- have had very serious tones. Yeah. So hopefully cool. this will Try to balance some stuff out. Oh yeah, and then you know, let's go and switch switch lanes. We can talk about Aquaman, which was very serious. Risk. Now I think I think now I did have jokes about the poster. The jokes did look like I mean, it did look like he was at Sea World. He was just <laughs> posing in front of the in front of like the tank. I was like, is this it? He like had, he had the standard <laughs> the standard hood dude pose whenever they go somewhere they never been before <laughs> with the trident in his hand. <laughs> yes, it was. I was like, fail, but. Uh, the trailer looks good. The trailer looks really good. This is my thing. I wish that they made this fucking movie last year before Justice League. Like, mm-hmm. I know it's no mm-hmm. such thing as Marvel and DC being the same thing. But in order for us to get a true sense of these characters and then you throw them in a fucking movie together, give us the individual movies first. Yeah. I'm not saying everybody had to have one. I don't think we would have got a cyborg movie, but fuck, we could have got Aquaman. Like, you know, you could have gave us Aquaman last year. And I maybe I could appreciate something like Justice League or maybe a Batman versus Superman later in the timeline if you give us people, if you introduce them the right way. Yeah, that's been the whole misstep with the DCEU. They tried to rush the team-up movie without yeah. building the individuals first. Yes. Now, looking at the Aquaman trailer... Did you notice the similarities between that and Black Panther? No, I didn't. I did not peek. So, you have a king who is fighting for the right to the throne. Oh. Okay, keep going. I, that's all I got. Uh, <laughs> that's all I got. <laughs> damn, Johnny, I thought you were about to lay down this, this lay down these, these No, books. there's more. I just can't think of it right now, and I'm really pissed at myself. I should have watched it again before. <laughs> I can see what you were, where you're going because, like, he is fighting his brother or something like that. That's more. I would think is more Thor. Think so? Well, yeah. because of the brother aspect. Yeah, but, but it's that royalty shit because he's not even like he's like a land dweller, right? He doesn't live. He doesn't live down in Atlantis. Yeah, he, right? he's half man, half yeah, uh, Atlantean. So yeah. Mer- you know we got it. No, I'm, trying to... <laughs> I'm going see now. I'm upset at myself. I'm going to rewatch the trailer and I'm going to tweet this shit out because I'm mad. I can't think of the rest of the shit because I had a whole I had the whole thing laid out in my mind and I, I didn't write it down. So, hey, bro, we you know we come stronger than that, bro. I know, man. I know that. That's my but, fault. But now we off that. Another uh another topic. You know, something a little bit more serious in tone. LeBron James actually has opened a school in Akron, Ohio called I Promise school mm-hmm. um where he is giving back to the children of akron uh the at-risk students which i think is very very commendable it's only third and fourth graders so let's not get ahead of ourselves people uh <laughs> third and fourth graders and it's going to expand year by year so it's almost as if this is a pilot program from what i'm getting uh johnny what are your thoughts on it 
Okay, so let me preface this by saying that LeBron James, I think he he put up his own money for this school, right? Well, it's through his foundation, which I'm not sure how, you know, the financial aspect works, but it's the LeBron James Foundation partnering up with the city of Akron Public Schools to make this happen. Okay, so he probably gave money to the foundation along with Mm -hmm. some other grants, stuff like that, and built a school. Great. This is beautiful. I appreciate what he's doing for his city. I appreciate mm-hmm. what he's doing for these students. If it goes well, they'll add more grades to the school. I think it's beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. But if I'm being 100% honest with y'all, I mean, it, as great as this is, I, eh, it's, it's like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I think because um, we're, we're recording this pretty much as the news broke, like yeah. the day that it came out, right? So it's looking like Social media just ran with a, a, a meme or something and not really looking into it. Now, LeBron James doing this only adds to his great work off the court. Yes. yes like, we all know LeBron is a great man off the court. We can make these jokes about his hairline and him losing all the time, but he is a great man off the court. That yeah, is not, you know, that's not up for debate. Now, uh, this school definitely seems like a pilot program, and, you know, it's going to span – to the second and fifth grade next year. And then eventually as it becomes more successful, it's going to span one through eight. And I don't think people really looked at that. I'm like, it's only for third and fourth graders. And then it has to be like children that are at risk or at least uh, performing underachieving academically. So that's a different, you know, different ball game in itself because you're giving the kids that are not used to shit a chance. Like that, that's the thing. Like they're not taking honor students, which, you know, not, not, no shade to that, but it's just you're giving those kids that don't really get it a chance. That's why I love the concept. And then people don't even know. Like, I know Jalen Rose isn't LeBron James, but Jalen Rose has a school in Detroit, a charter high school, where he gets a lot of donors, like NBA players, mm-hmm. past and present, to donate to a school. It's a high school. Like, And, I, and see, I, I didn't even know that, but that's that's dope. Like, and he promotes is a ninety three percent graduation rate. Um, everybody goes to some type of post secondary school or something. So that's not to be glossed over. But I think because it's LeBron James, it's been on like MSNBC. Like this went past ESPN. Yeah, yeah. But Jalen Rose been doing that for about five years, maybe. I think five years. Like it's been open since like hold on two thousand twelve. That's when it opened. That's crazy. So, like, we're, I mean, as great as this was for LeBron James to do, I mean, we all got to keep that same energy, man. Like, you know, well, what was this for Jalen? I know. It's beautiful regardless. Right. Like, and I'm I'm not trying to turn it into a measuring contest. That's right. not what I'm doing. Right, right. I just feel like people really overlook a, a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, you know, let's, uh, you know, it, it'll get to the point where, you know, people have been like, oh, It'll be great to do this in our city. We'll just do it. Like, I mean, I'm not saying opening a school is easy, but <laughs> just, you know, find your way to make your mark. That's all. Right. Right. So shout out to LeBron James. Shout out to Jalen Rose. Yeah. Yeah. Salute salute to anybody that gives a damn about these kids. Right, man. Because, <laughs> again, there are I'm, I'm not I've never been to Akron, so I don't know what the climate is like for people in Akron, but. There are cities that need these types of programs, so you know, let's keep it up. Big facts, but let's get to the the main topic: the creme de la creme, the meat and potatoes of right. this podcast. Uh, it's interesting because it was a uh, do rag fest in Charlotte, North Carolina. I want to say last month, the middle of last month, the middle of June, and it spawned a conversation between me and my brother Johnny. We were like, you know, hip hop is definitely a culture. Yes. And fashion has always been a component of that culture. So we just got to sit here and talk about hip-hop fashions. We got to do it. And the fact that they had this dupe <laughs> convention, like a dupe, like you just went from a blur con, bro. Yeah. Like that's different. Like that's levels, right? Right. These niggas had a do-rag, <laughs> like <laughs> a do-rag festival. Like, like what? Like what? So... <laughs> I, I've actually seen this before. I want to say almost a year ago, mm-hmm. they there was a do rag like day at um, I want to say Morehouse. It was either Morehouse or Howard. I don't know. Anyway, I think they, it was Morehouse. Oh, Morehouse. So mm-hmm. 
the gentleman, the young man, you know, on this do-rag day, everybody was wearing their do-rag. You had all different colors. You had different styles to wear. You had the do-rag with the hat on. Apparently, mm-hmm. there's a way that you can tie it where it's like a flower in the front. I didn't even know about that shit. Oh. It was kind of, like, it was, I thought it was kind of dope, though. Like, to see all these young men just out here sh- rocking their do-rag, calling it crown. Like, I thought it was dope. Yeah, well, you know, we only wear it one way in the Midwest. Like, it used to be the Cape out until, you know, we started figuring out how to tuck it in. Right. And, <laughs> I only wear my shit to sleep, so I don't wear that shit out. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like you got to tuck it in, man. But, I mean, see, now we get into a whole right. tangent because that's definitely a hip-hop fashion do adult. And it depends on where you're from, how you wear your do-rag. Right. True. Because you can't, like, I mean, now, granted, you said you don't wear yours out the house. But when you see people out the house, especially in St. Louis, do you see their their cape hanging? Not anymore. I used to, but not like as I've gotten not, older, not anymore. Nah. Like it was like that maybe early on, like early, early. Right. But not anymore. Like, nah. You took that joint in. Like you took it in the back. That's it. It's it's really a skill, it's a finesse. Right. People like it really is a finesse. It takes but, practice. It takes practice. <laughs> it really does. But um I think the evolution of hip hop culture was definitely well documented in the uh the Netflix documentary uh Fresh was it Fresh Dress? For, yeah, yeah, yeah. It really broke down uh how hip hop fashion has evolved, how it has really influenced the culture. And I'm not just talking about urban culture, I'm talking about the world. Yeah. Like the way that I would just say this. The way that black and brown people have expressed themselves through fashion has definitely influenced a lot of people. Oh, 100%. 100 yes. okay. percent I'm, I'm, I'm glad we said that. Now, let me ask you this. Now, if I if I blurted out a region to you, I want you to give me what's the first thing that comes to your brain about how they dress. Like, you know, what pops in your brain? So if I say East Coast, like what do you like what's the first thing, fashion thing that comes to your brain about Tim's? <laughs> Tims. <laughs> Tims and shorts for some odd reason because I feel like I've only seen people wear Tims and shorts on the east coast I've never seen it anywhere else like why would you wear boots with shorts it's how the shit I was like your feet smell like onion juice like you just can't do that <laughs> You can't do that, bro. Like, yeah, I was, I was gonna say, I would, if you asked me that in reverse, I would definitely say Tim's. Like, why Yankee hat pops in my brain? Even like we from the Midwest, but when we think, like, I think for somebody that's not cultured enough, like the first thing you think when you think East Coast is New York, like yeah. you think New York, like it's bigger than New York, obviously, but New York is the, it's the, the mecca, it's the, the mecca of hip hop. Yeah. So you think New York Yankee hat, period. Right. Like, everybody, like, who hasn't had a Yankee hat? Like, I mean, if you buy hats, like, if the hats are your thing, I feel like you had a Yankee hat at some point in your life. Yeah. Yeah, if hats are your thing, definitely. Like, if hats are your thing, like, I'm, you know, here in St. Louis, and I've worn Yankee hats. Why? Who knows? Maybe I'm, I'm just maybe saying, you like the Yankees. No, I'm bullshit. No, nah, <laughs> I really don't, I don't care for baseball. No, like, but it's just the, it's just a fashion statement. Right. Right. And another thing I would I would credit them for, like when you kind of think about it, Air Force Ones. That's really they. That's that's really them. Really? Yeah. I I guess I never I never really paid attention to Air Forces because the one pair I did have was just hella uncomfortable, so I just never gave a fuck about them ever again. So. <laughs> well, let's switch to the to the left coast, uh, west coast. What you, what pops in your brain when you think about them? Two things: dicky suits and like flannel shirts. I hope I'm saying that right. Like the flannel, like, like the real like big, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that. And, Chuck, was, and Chucks and Chucks. Yes, you got to talk about Chuck Taylors if you talk about the West Coast. Why are those so synonymous? Those niggas love those shoes. <laughs> Maybe it's easy to see walk in. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> right, yo, but it's like uh, bandanas too. Oh, they made bandanas real well, you know, obviously because of gang culture, but you they made them real fashionable, right? So, yeah, like dicky suits, chucks, definitely oversized flannels. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, and bandanas. So let me ask you this: What do you? What's your first fashion sense that comes to mind when you think about the South? <sighs> Tall tees and jabos. Ooh. <laughs> 
<laughs> and that's bad. Like I hate to, you know, pitch over my my, my, my southern brethren. But, <laughs> like I really feel is. like they that's that's what they wore, especially with like bro, like I was in the south. Like I, I had cousins in the south, so I knew what they wore. Like in, especially around Memphis, right. like it was definitely oversized shirts and big jeans. Like I'm not not making that up. And then when I actually go to undergrad and you see all these Southern dudes, they dress the exact same way. And we started to fall for that too. Oh my God. Don't remind like, me. Don't, don't, don't get me talking about the Mesquite shirts and the uh, Jabot shorts and the, the, we still wearing tall tees at least until your sophomore year. Right. I, def- I think that was still a thing. Yes. I definitely had a pair of Jabot shorts and <laughs> tall tees. <laughs> Tall tees were very easy for me because I was very small. So all I needed to get was like an extra large or some shit. And I had and on I, a tall tee. Jabos were trash, man. I always said they looked like algebra problems on your pants. Like, I was like, why do we have these, man? Like, why? Like, those, those things were trash. Like, that was a trash item. Walking around in the saw for X's. Like, what you doing? <laughs> what is you doing? Oh, my God. Now, if I ask you how can you identify like somebody from the Midwest, like I don't really know. You know what? I think it's a comb- a combination of the South and East Coast, yes. to be honest. Like yeah. because we, we definitely did the tall T joints. We definitely did that. But I Especially, also I would say here we did it. I'm not sure about I think Chicago, they they had any of our Chicago listeners holler back at us on that. I believe y'all wore tall T's too. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, you know everybody still wear well. Maybe not uh, New York fitted, but you definitely get the St. Louis fitteds, the Chicago yeah. fitteds, um, yes. and Detroit fitteds, Detroit like fitteds, yeah, 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 and baggy jeans. Yeah, now, maybe not necessarily Tim's, but maybe baggy jeans with the uh, with the foot with the Air Forces, with the yeah. rubber bands on your ankles, so the so Bro, the jeans don't what touch. Kind of country, what kind of country shit was that? But you're able to keep your jeans from bleeding on your shoes. Yes. <laughs> now that's probably some Midwest shit. I don't know if I've ever seen anybody uh, from the East Coast do that. <laughs> bro, that is so trash, bro. <laughs> Did Nelly have people wearing band-aids under their eye? Well, here, here, here. I would okay. say that, yeah. We we was definitely fucking up Big Mama Cabinet trying to get some <laughs> Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and now, my mama would beat my ass. She was like, hold on, fam. Like, so you fucking up the band-aids to wear it under your eye and they ain't cut? Like, what? Like, that's what you're doing? Like, you know how much these band-aids cost? Exactly. Like, and people got real cute. Like, they'll go get the kid joints, like, the, with the cartoon characters right. and stuff. <laughs> Y'all gonna get your ass out here with that. Yo, we was hella trash for doing that. I'm just that. saying, Nelly is a whole trendsetter, man. Like, that's why I keep telling y'all, Drake ain't shit, man. Like, <laughs> like Drake, Drake, Drake ain't on the level of Nelly or 50 Cent. Like, 50 and, like, Nelly were, like, fashion icons, bro. Facts. Like, like I'm not holding you. Like those were like cultural significant dudes. Like they they pushed the culture forward. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> but let <laughs> but let let me ask you this. There are a lot of like um, hip hop accessories or like accessories you can say that kind of make an outfit, especially when you like on your you know not on like your grown man, but just on your relaxed. Like kind of hip hop b boy whatever like however you want to phrase it right right like what do you think is like a go to accessory for you what well, or if not even for you but just something you think like hey that make it that make it work mm, I would say well okay I give two answers so for me personally I would say a like a some type of maybe flashy watch now I. I I used to call myself a watch connoisseur. Like I love to wear watches. Like I never go in. Like I never leave the house without a watch on. Never. Now Uh my shit ain't like you know platinum and no shit like that. But I just never go out without a watch. But in hip hop, I feel like a nice timepiece on your wrist is really dope. Now, like just straight hip hop. Period. I say Uh I would say a chain. Doesn't matter what kind of chain. Just mm-hmm. any type of chain, like you know, you mm-hmm. got your gold rope joints. There was a a, a long period where herringbone chains were really in. Yeah. And then when when platinum when platinum hit, <laughs> you know, everybody used to buy like the shit that turn your neck green, and Fast. then buy a different charm to go on it. I definitely have 
three charms that I changed every day when I was uh in in high school. So <laughs> yeah, I like I like the chain thing, and then even with Cuban link chains, like those are like really expensive, yeah. and very very nice, you know, uh, pieces of jewelry. But like for me, like personally, me personally, I would go with um like a nice pair of frames. And I ain't talking about, you know, like, not, not my prescription joints, but, like, a nice pair of, I think you call them Gazelle, Gazelle frames, like C-A-Z-A-L. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like the oversized joints that, like, Run DMC would wear. Okay, yep, I know what you're talking about, yep. Those, those frames, like, bro, or, like, our Detroit brethren, they like Cartier frames really a lot. Like, mm, yep. like, yeah, they just call them yays. Like, those things, bro, <laughs> mad expensive. Like, you get... $800 friends and niggas will beat your ass over them. Like, like it, that's just the thing. Like, get some, oh, they call them parties. My bad. But either way. Yeah, man. That's like, that, that, that makes like, uh, uh, I guess like that, that hip hop B-boy for me. But another, like one that I kind of admire, but I haven't, you know, necessarily did it myself, a grill. Mm, so it's interesting because I actually want a grill now. Now that I could probably afford it, yeah, <laughs> I used to yeah. always want one, but clearly my mom wasn't gonna buy me one, and I couldn't afford it myself. But yeah. I did and then, just the bottom I, joints, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I think that's more of a fashion statement. And it's dope. It's just dope to have. And the thing is, like, having a grill back when we were in high school meant something completely different. What did it mean? That's probably well, all the D boys at them. Oh, okay. I was like, shit, I miss them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all the dope boys at them. I was like, and that's maybe not the smoke that you wanted, especially oh, in our high school. So, yeah. you know, like, shout out to the city of East St. Louis. We love y'all, but we was trying to make it out. <laughs> so, you, you, you have a grill, you probably get your shit rocked because they know you ain't about that. Right. <laughs> did, you, did you ever see people that had, like, the fangs? They had a grill, but it was only four. It was the fangs. Like, why do you have just, those? Like, how are you eating? Are you biting people? What are you doing? <laughs> but, hey, man, this just is hard, though. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's like, but it's just like, dudes was like really 16, 17, 15, 18, whatever, with grills. Like, and I'm talking about nice grills. Like, fam, how did you, who paid for this? Why do you have this? Uh, the snorters on the corner paid for it. That's who paid for it. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> but, I mean, I think a grill is like a dope ass accessory to have. And then, like, obviously, like, we just we opened up with the do rag. A do rag could be an accessory if you wanted to. Because remember, we can go get them in different colors. Yep. And that could be like your headpiece. Right. Yeah. So people used to get the do rags to match their outfits. Like, yes now i'm about to get into it now i'm about to get into it like now with these conversations like you have to talk about what you did that was trash as like yo, like what you thought that was hot that was trash and i'm gonna start with me i'm gonna go here i'm gonna go i'm gonna start when i fed into the pink craze <laughs> the Cameron pink craze now this is the thing there's no photographic evidence to this so i could tell this story oh, however man. i want now, um, you know, that, that came out, it was real big in high school. Like, Cameron had everybody rocking pink. Then Ye was right behind him with the pink. So, we just talked about tall T. So, I had a pink tall T. Fail. And then it was this hat. It was this hat. Like, it was this website called Hat Zone or some shit like that. And I got a hat. It was like a two-tone pink and black Chicago Bulls hat. And I wore it to, remember, they used to have high school shootouts at the Savage Center? Yes. That's oh why I wore it to. Got no numbers, but I had on that pink. My big ass had on all that pink. Oh, man. <laughs> and I had it on forces. You can tell You can tell me shit. I, I was trained, though. I definitely, I definitely had a baby blue tall T at one point. Don't ah. ask me why. <laughs> Do not ask me why. <laughs> I tried to buy a pink tall T. My mom said, I know you ain't finna buy no pink shirt. Put this shit back. Yeah, she said that. Yeah, I am mama. <laughs> mama Johnny, yo. Hey, fam. <laughs> okay, so I did. Okay. So in St. Louis, we used to have this thing, this event called the Gateway Classic, which was a HBCU football game. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They used to uh, hold in St. Louis every year. So my sophomore year in high school, I went to that. I said, mm-hmm. I'm about to be fresh as shit for this shit. So I bought. The throwback bullets jersey for oh! with Jordan on the back. 
Okay. The, the Jordan okay. bullet jersey. So okay, beloved. So, I like where this is going. So it's red, white, and blue, right? I bought red, white, and blue wristbands. Red, red, a red, white, and blue headband. Oh! I bought, I bought some. I can't believe I'm saying this shit. I bought some red, white, and blue Jordans from Marshalls. Oh! <laughs> Them shits was a hundred dollars. <laughs> One of the only two pairs of Jordans I've ever owned in my life, and I had on some blue, some blue jean shorts. My nigga Jack was fresher than a bitch. Oh! And under the jerseys, they had on a white tee. Bruh, like Johnny, you look like you was dead ass in a jacket ass video. Like, like no lie, like, no bro, lie. Like you really sound like you was in like like where the party at? Like that's what it sound like right now. Yes. <laughs> oh, uh, I, I probably got a picture somewhere. It's probably in my yo, mom. It's probably in my mom's house though. Bro, but, hey, I listen. Oh. Okay, first of all, the the jersey was dope. So oh, the yeah, jersey yeah, was yeah. dope. All the extra shit, all the extra red, white, and blue shit I had on, that was extra. That was hella extra. You know what it was sold? If you had like a red or white uh, do rag, tie this shit up, nigga. What the fuck? I think I might have had a white towel too. You had just to have like, it. Just to have oh, it. Why did I? Why did I have a towel when I had a headband on? What is happening? That was that was that was the, that's how you wore the shit, yo. But. <laughs> okay, oh, all right, all right, get, we, get it together, get it together, get it And I, I, I like to throw this out there too. Like, did you ever fall uh, victim to the jean suit era? No, but I wanted a jean jacket so bad. Like, I wanted the matching jean jacket so bad, but I never, I never got it. I had a million of them bitches. Like, I don't know why they were so easy to get for me, and I was big. <laughs> I had a fubu joint. I had a joint with some leather on the back. I, I I don't I can't even remember the brand, so we can't even get into the brand right now because it was probably something I shouldn't be mentioning. Uh, <laughs> I had a rock. I had a few rockerwear joints, like <laughs> so. Those are like, real big too. The jean jacket with the big ass rockerwear symbol on the back. Yes, yes. Like you had the matching jean jacket with the bro, and you could they had to match. Like it couldn't be it couldn't be like how we are now. Like you can wear a jean jacket with something else. Or a jean jacket with like some khakis or some shit, but no, yeah, you had to have a matching fit with some boots. <coughs> Man, that's crazy. Awesome, awesome ones. Like it was either way. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's wild. Y'all gonna, kill, y'all gonna kill me for this shit. Trash. Oh, <laughs> so bro, I'm thinking about bro. If I, if you can find that picture, bro. <laughs> it's, it's, so next time I go to my mom's house, I'm gonna look for it because I I know that's where it's at. Uh, all right. So speaking speaking of rock wear. What are like some of the some of the dope fashion lines that you remember wearing growing up? Outside of rocker wear, um, Fubu definitely. Facts can't forget Fubu. Uh, I mean, if you want to go into the you know platinum Fubu, like that that prolonged the uh, the Fubu reign, like when right. they start putting uh, Fat Albert and everybody on there, like, and that made it easier to bootleg too. Because I promise you, I probably had a few fake platinum Fubu shirts. Really? Now, now that I think about it, <clears throat> all the didn't come from the store, man. My mom just came home with shirts. <laughs> she ain't never this one, and I didn't ask, and nobody ever tried to roast me or anything. We ain't never go through the Atlanta stuff, right. like you know, saying, "Oh, let me see your tag," right? Like, you know, we ain't never do that. But um, Carl Kanai. So I didn't like. I, I missed the whole Carl Kanai wave because I didn't even know about it till I got older. Like I hadn't, yeah. hadn't like, heard of it. It was, I mean, black on like dude was. He was friends with Pop, like he was like, but that was more so like, like an older brother or cousin era, like something like that. Right. But I, I had a few pieces of Kanai before it got you know too bad to wear. Right. You remember Iceberg? Vaguely, I vaguely. Iceberg, remember Iceberg. had like the Looney Tune shit, like they had like Tweety and shit on their. Oh stuff. no, I do remember that. Damn. You remember Mecca? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> They still sell Mecca, yo. Do they, oh my god, are yes. you serious? Yes. Uh, uh, Sean, Anita. Sean, oh, Anita. Oh, well, yeah. But of course, Sean John. Let's let's you know definitely gotta give reverence to Puffy. Like I think the most interesting thing about Sean John, and I think they well they pointed this out in uh, Fresh Dress, the documentary that it was really like high end fashion, but it's just blended with urban culture, and that was the first line to really noticeably do that. Right. And it's just the same that Sean John kind of faltered. Yeah, because it really, 
like Sean John and Fubu, like those niggas was really for us. Like, you know, we can throw Rockaway in there too if you want to. But most of these lines were for us. That's they were made for us, but it was just so many of them. And the thing is, hip hop is so trendy. That's why all these brands are not around anymore. Right, right. You know you know what's a big one? Just what? for the ladies, baby fat. <laughs> the baby fat bubble coat, the brown joint with I'm, the with the shit around the hood with the, with the fur, yeah. I don't think niggas fuck with fat form though. Like I think I had a fat form sweater. I had a sweater. Like them sweaters was fly. Yeah. I'll get like but other than I had that, a, huh. I had a Rockaware sweater vest that I used to wear. Ooh. Yeah. I don't know why. It might have been cheap and I bought it. I don't know. <laughs> I, I bought like a whole bunch of state property shit because it was cheap. <laughs> like state property, like it went bad. Like it was kind of like, it had like, it had like pockets full of guns and shit on there. Like that's what they made. Like that's what they made state property for. They made it for goons. Like I was like, why is this pocket on here? And it really told you it was for a pistol. I was like, yo. No, that's crazy. <laughs> like, we shouldn't even been allowed to wear those. <laughs> like, that's wild. <laughs> okay, did you ever wear did you ever wear anything from Vocal? No. Yeah, me either. Like Vocal was so expensive, man. Like, that was bro, it was like eighty dollars for like a shirt or something. It was something crazy, like that's crazy. Come on, come on, Cornell. You my nigga, but damn. Yeah, bro, you gotta chill out. You killing me? I think I had like a a, a vocal headband or something. Oh, I think everybody had vocal <laughs> headband. That red, yeah. white, and blue joint might have been a vocal headband. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Um, Did you ever get on a vape craze? No. Like by the time that we were in undergrad, I stopped ditching uh, brands. Yeah. Because obviously I didn't need it to get a woman, so I don't. I didn't. I didn't think I needed to have that shit on my chest <laughs> or my jeans. Like the only thing I really started caring about was shoes, and that's around the time hip hop ditched brands too. If you start looking at the timeline of things, I was in college in '05. You came in '06. Yep. That's when rappers just started dressing like rock stars anyway, like you know tight shirts, <clears throat> uh, not quite skinny jeans, but definitely like. Rip jeans, like yeah. the distressed jeans, like that type of look, and like people started getting away from like the oversized clothing and just buying clothes that fit. Like that's where hip hop was then. And you know what's interesting about that? Mm-hmm. That kind of goes back to what like uh, Grandmaster Flash <clears throat> and the Furious Five was doing when they so they were like. In, in that era, they were like the first like hip hop groups MCs. That's what they were wearing, because they wanted to look like Rick James and those type of individuals. Yes. So <clears throat> it seems like even today, it seems like that's what hip hop is getting back to with your little Uzi Verts, with your ASAP Rockies, people like that. Which I which I feel like is real interesting. That ain't that ain't for me, but yeah. I just but think it's, it's interesting that it's coming full circle. Yeah, and it's not like hip-hop is so uniform. I think anybody can be whoever they want to be in this hip-hop climate. You can dress however the fuck you want to. Now, if this was 2003, if you ain't got no Rockaway shirt on or no Carl Canal, I mean, like, you know, just throwing out those brands, you look weird. Like, if you didn't have a throwback jersey on between 2002 and 2005, you were lame. Like, that was the cycle. Yeah, man. It's just it's so interesting to look at the evolution of just the the hip hop fashion, like from your your Melly Mills and Grandmaster Flashes, who came out wearing the the fitted clothes with all the like the rabbit fur and all that kind of shit on it, to moving to Run DMC with the track suits and the Adidas with no laces, yeah. then into the '90s with the baggy clothes, and then with your platinum chains, and now kind of going back to what they were doing at the beginning yeah, it's like it's 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 interesting i'm i'm kind of interested to see what'll happen next we're gonna be the 50 60 year old people like the fuck are you kids doing type <laughs> shit so shit we kind of like that now but <laughs> yeah yeah honestly and I w- i'll say this too it's some things that kind of stay consistent throughout hip-hop like no matter what your shoes had to be on point no matter no matter what like, we talking about Tim's, we talking about Jordan's, Jay's, however you want to slice it down, Adidas, Pumas, like, yeah, however you get, like, your shoe game had to be right, no matter what you had on. So, you can have on the flyest stuff, but if your shoes weren't right, 
then you yeah you trash your whole feet trash basically pretty, pretty much and we put yeah. a lot of stock into what's on our feet you know that yeah. that's why Jordan can bring out retro shoes every week now like you know what I'm saying I still don't understand that but that's just me <laughs> now like I, I said, was, I've only I, I've only had two pairs of Jordans my whole life so now I've had head. I've had at least I, I think I'll say I had at least ten but this is the thing with that. It was a moment in my life where I didn't really have bills, so you know I, I prioritize. Like, I, like if I can afford a pair of uh, J's now, I don't think I would want to pay the price because inflation. Like when I was buying Jordans, they were hmm, one forty. Try two twenty. That's eighty bucks nah, bro. for the same shoe. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm good. I'm not knocking nobody's hustle because obviously it's still working. Like. And it's some J's that I I look at, I'm like, you know what? I want them. Like, <laughs> and I like if I want to get them, I'll get them. But I don't. I'm a grown man. If I have the money, I'm gonna go ahead and spend it on it. I'm not into this whole resale culture, restock culture, uh, standing in line. Like I did, I did that when I was 19. I'll never do that shit again. And you know what? I still have those shoes. I stood in line. I got. I went to the mall at three o'clock in the morning to oh. get a pair of Jordans, bro. It was cold. I was freezing, but I got my J's, and I still have them, and they're in good condition. Now, these kids, they're they're entitled. These shoes come out every two weeks. They just, you know, I guarantee you, like, they would have ran through those shoes in a few months. Right. Oh, no, not me. Right. These shit's going to last forever. I remember I bought a pair of Tim's in high school. I want to say I was a sophomore. I wore, mm-hmm. I wore them joints. Probably up until I graduated from college. Amen. Because those were the most expensive. Well, at the time, those were the most expensive shoes I bought that uh-huh. I used my own money for. And I'm like, shit, I'm finna wear these joints forever. <laughs> and oh, yeah. I can't. Yeah. Now yeah. I can't find them. So it'd be like that, man. <laughs> like I got, I got like a pair of LeBrons that I'm only wear like three times, and I stood in line to get these fucking shoes. Like some of this stuff doesn't make sense to me. Like. And no, they're not for sale if anybody wants to see me. Yeah, right. Look at it. Like, <laughs> I'm, I'm still keeping them. Like, I love those shoes. But um, just to know that, like, the shoes always make your outfit. No matter what you have on, defi- the, the, despite the era. Yeah. Despite the era. Like, it can be 90s, 2000s, 2010s. It doesn't matter. 80s, if you want to go back to 80s too, like, your shoes had to be it. Facts. I was never really a... Uh, uh... I was never really big on shoes. Like, you know, I'll get a pair. Mm-hmm. I have enough shoes for me to get through school, work, you know, whatever I was doing at the time. Um, but Adidas are coming out with, well, Adidas is collaborating with Dragon Ball Z this year. And they're releasing like seven special edition shoes based on different characters. Mm-hmm. And there are two pairs that I plan to get. I, and I, I think they're going to be both. Two hundred dollars a pair, but I don't care because them shits look hard as hell. <laughs> well, if that's what you like, like I mean, I don't, I'm not, not like I'm not, I'm not going to be the one that knocks you. What I just told you, I just spent well over a thousand on Jordans, right? In my life. So, like, who am I to say that? You know, said well over a couple thousand, like you know, what I'm saying like I got, bro, I can send you a picture about shoe collection. It's whack, bro. I mean, it's, I mean, it's not whack. It's like whack. How much money I've spent? Yeah. <laughs> Man, you probably get and I'm some... not even a sneakerhead. Like I gave that shit up a minute ago. Yeah. I just got shoes that I still have. I just don't sell them. That's funny. So, but I guess let's let's end with this, right? If yeah. I guess what do you, what would you say is the <clears throat> the fashion accessory or the hip hop fashion accessory that you need to make an outfit complete? Mm. Well, accessory can't be shoes because, <laughs> like, that's that's actually a article of clothing. Yeah. Um, I'll say this, and it's not necessarily something that me or you or anybody naturally has to do, but I just think either some piece of jewelry, and I'll be more specific to say a grill or a chain. <laughs> like, I really want to say grill because grill is like really hip hop. Like, that's no debating. Right. Like, that's really all our shit. Like, everybody else can get these chains and watches and, you know, nice pair of frames, but a grill, like, that is specifically hip-hop. That has never mm. deviated. Interesting. I, I like, like that answer, actually. 
Yeah, that's just that's just how I feel because and it's inherently like southern and midwest, like really southern, more so than anything. I'll give a top credit on that. Yeah. Hmm. I, I I actually agree with the chain. Um <clears throat> I'm I'm gonna say a hat. Do we count a hat as an accessory? Yeah. I, I would say yeah, because it brings more to the outfit. Right. Like because you, you if you want to be basic with the outfit, you say shirt, jeans, shoes, right? Right, and that's it. That's it. <clears throat> and it's like the evolution of the hat in hip hop had it had its own evolution basically. Started with like uh Kangos, there was a Fedora period with Run DMC, um, you have snapbacks and you have fitted hats. It's like a good hat will make will make your outfit that much better. Yeah. And when they started to infuse a lot of stuff, you've seen it happen like like even like I you'll you see the hat I have on while we recording, mm-hmm. like how oversized the logo is. Right. That's that's something that a traditional stylist or traditional uh um, uh, hat designer. They wouldn't make it like this, right? But they know that somebody of a hip hop essence loves something big. Like that's the reason I got this goddamn hat. Flash, like that's the reason yeah. I love it. it. It it looks good to me. Yeah, it doesn't look minimal. Right. <laughs> it's, it's dope. It's a dope hat. So, what listeners? What do you feel about hip hop fashion throughout the years? Uh, what are some of your favorite fashion lines? What do you think is the best hip hop fashion accessory? Yeah. Um, hit hit us up, let us know, man. This was fun. Yeah. yeah, I hope I hope you guys enjoyed this conversation. I hope it doesn't feel like me and Johnny just ran right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's always our fear with any episode that we put out because you know me and Johnny are friends. <laughs> so it's like a conversation can go left, and we can figure that we're actually doing a podcast. But salute to everybody that's made it this far for rocking with us. Hope you guys enjoyed this conversation about hip hop fashions. Please let us know about anything we talked about. Yeah. We open. You know, you know, we open. We always on Twitter. We always down to debate. Yeah, man. I'll let us. And uh, yeah. it's episode 35. Yeah. We out. We out. Shoot.